Hello and welcome to Move the Line Prop Drop Show presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. I'm Ryan Noonan back to talk about the best way, the most profitable way to bet on NFL football, and that is through player props. We are live here 2 p.m. Eastern every Friday on the 4 for 4 Bets YouTube channel. We are here to hand out our favorite player props of the week and to take your questions. So if you are hanging out with us now on YouTube, we appreciate that very much. Jump in the chat. Let us know your favorite player prop look is for the week. Board is uh, uh, pretty full and populating more now as we go. So uh, maybe it's something that's not out there yet or something you like, you want to get our opinion on. Uh, or you just want some life advice. Obviously, you know, you've been hanging out with us all season. You know that we are very, very well equipped uh, to help you with all aspects of your life. Jump in the chat. Let us know what your thoughts are there. Um, if you like the podcast version, uh, you miss out on the chat, but it also that's going to be in your podcast feed on Friday evenings as well. No matter where you consume it, subscribe. Uh, it supports the show and free content. We appreciate that very, very much. Joining me here as always, Connor Allen. What's going on, buddy? Not a whole lot. Excited for the weekend. I don't know why this week felt super long. Like I was just dragging. Um, you know, I'm ready to get after a little bit, have a couple of brews, brewskis over the weekend. But, you know, excited. Last week we had some live Jamal Williams props on the show, and uh, those were just absolute hammers. So, yeah, now I'm excited for this week, and maybe we'll get some more live looks. Who knows? Uh, back and back in the middle. You know, we got him in the middle of the stream mm -hmm. where he belongs, where he like operates. Like, yeah, right? Like, you know, you got to feed the big man in the middle. Uh, you know, Debro did a great job filling in last week. A lot of people were saying that he was, you know, a younger, less attractive version of the man himself from Oz Jam back where he belongs. John Highslop, what's going on, buddy? What's up, guys? I got to be honest with you. I almost made it last week. Like, almost. Like, it was, I was probably 15 minutes too late. And I, but I was to the point where I was like getting ready to send a message because I was like, I want to come on. And I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to make it. But then I'm glad I didn't send the message because we did not make it. Try to hold it down without you. We, you know, we missed you here for sure. Um, shout out to Debro Fantasy Pros for uh, coming in. We just wanted to, you know, stay in the archetype where like people could just kind of like if they had it on in the background, they weren't sure that it wasn't you or not because we, you know, we tried to make sure that we we just wanted to cross off all the bald guys that we knew before. And luckily, we didn't have to get too far down the list. Debro said yes, and uh, we tried to dig it. You know, we've done too many shows with Daigle over the years. Okay. People know he was people next. Yeah, I was just know, making sure he wasn't on the outs. He's in the circle of trust. <laughs> we went to, yeah, we just wanted to mix it up a little bit. So uh we we love we love dangling around these parts. Um one of my folks here are two episodes of Move Line each week. This is obviously prop drop game previews. If you're looking more uh talking ball, game previews, sides and totals, stuff like that. It's Connor, myself, and Sharp Clark. That's 3 p.m. Eastern on Wednesdays as well. Same podcast feed, same YouTube channel. Uh check it out. If you want all the official place, you want to get into the Discord where Really, where the magic happens. Uh, absolutely love our Discord community. Um, that is, I think, the crown jewel of the betting sub. That's where all the official plays are pushed out. Where you get access to uh, everything on our site, including all of our NBA stuff as well. Tools, articles, 444.com slash plans. Betting sub is massively discounted because we are rounding up to the end of the season. That runs through the end of February, so it takes you through football season uh, into a little bit of you know the rest of the NBA season and stuff like that. Check it out uh, if you're playing on any of the Pick'em sites. we got channels and plays there for you as well. Uh, more information here in the show notes. You can just go to the site, 444.com slash plants. All right, week 15. Uh, we are flying through. Buys are done. Full board. No stale bread, Connor. Uh, get us started here. First play for week 15. Yeah, we're about to get real spicy real fast here. So I'm going to go with 
uh, DK Metcalf over 61 and a half receiving yards. Um, honestly, I just think that this is way too low given the matchup, given what we're going to see in this game here. I really like Philly's ability to score in this game against Seattle. I think they're going to have success running the ball. I think that they're going to have success throwing the ball. Um, and on the other side here, like Seattle is in a spot where Geno Smith is looking good in practice. I think he comes back and he plays in this spot here. And the Eagles secondary, we talked about it in the past. I mean, they are just getting wrecked at certain times. They've allowed 17 wideouts already to clear 60 receiving yards, 10 of them to clear 80, and six to clear 105 passing yards. So I not only like this baseline at 61 and a half, but I think that um, over 82 and a half and over uh, 104 and a half, which are DraftKings right now, plus 205 on 82 and a half under all receiving yards and 104 and a half all yards is plus 500 on DraftKings. They have like a pricing error kind of like from time to time. And so they'll give you. Like they're they have like two sections. They have like an X plus receiving yards, and then they have an alt receiving yards. The alt receiving yards lines are like almost always better. So if you can get down more on those, uh, I would recommend that. Again, we're just doing like 0.1 units on the alts, but uh, to win a unit on the regular one there, uh, I'm excited. You know, I know he got he got ejected last week, but I think this line once Geno's officially in is going to be like high 60s by the time it closes. Yeah, the, uh, and that's a I think probably why you're getting a little bit of a discount too there. So and that's just to clarify, it's a full game line, right? We'll see. I think he hits it in the first half, but uh, we'll see. Hit it in the first quarter against the Cowboys. Yeah. First good catch, stuff. The first drive. And I like the call out too with uh, the DK. You know, there's it's hard because we try to do our best and we have a bunch of tools on the site. We're going to help you shop lines and get a sense of um, different stuff. We've partnered with Unabated. You can grab our projections, pull them into the Unabated screen and uh, run that stuff in there too. Some of the alts are hard. You got to actually do the work, like, you know, a uh, Pulling in API to shop alt menus is super difficult uh, and challenging to do, as I'm sure Slop could tell you uh, about what happens at Odds Jam too. Like, it's just really, really tricky to do. So you got to do the work, and I think Connor did it for us here. So I like that quite a bit. Um, yeah, that probably steams up a little bit when we get the official Geno news. So I like it. All right, Slop, where are we at, buddy? What's the first play for uh, Week 15? All right, so since Connor went spicy, I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little bit spicy. Um, this one is it last year it probably wouldn't have been this, but uh how about Cooper Cup? I'm gonna hang on, let me just make sure I got the exact number in front of me. It is I'm gonna go 110 at plus 310, 110 plus receiving yards. All right, so he looked healthy last week. I, mean, I don't know if you guys saw the against the Ravens, like he looked like Cooper Cup again. And his his line at FanDuel is 72 and a half right now. Everywhere else is 76 and a half. So there is that. So you'd have to do this at FanDuel. Don't go to Caesars or uh, DraftKings just because their their 110 is going to be a little bit lower than plus 310. But uh, they've got the commanders. And I think you just play receivers against the commanders. Like that's just the play. Like on the season, no team in the NFL has allowed more receiving yards to the wide receiver position. He's playing inside this week. So they're not going to get any weather. Um, Matthew Stafford looks great. I think that the commanders can have a little bit of success against the Rams defense. So we can get, you know, a, a little baby shootout going, but 110 plus for Cooper cup. I mean, a lot of guys that that's a big number, but that's, that's not a lot for him. That's definitely not plus 310 in my book. Yeah. Stafford's cooking too. I mean, he's playing such good football. Uh, I, I like that. I think, yeah, we, I think he looked healthy last week. Connor, any, uh, any thoughts there? I mean, he's obviously coming off of a game. Like it's a significantly difficult, more difficult competition with the Ravens. Now he's you know, like in weather. Now Slop said going home, 
in the dome against the commanders. That's a pretty nice landing spot for Cooper cup to keep it going. Yeah, no, I'm interested in uh, that game. I, I wonder like he might just get there like, you know, 250 passing yards in the first half. I think we might see like Cooper cup just go off in the first half and then if they get up too much. Like they might run the ball a ton. Kieran Williams rushing prop is 20 and a half carries this week. I mean, that is bananas. That is insane. But I don't think it's that crazy. He just gets 20 carries basically every game because they must have moved up in the last hour or so because that was uh, that's coming down the line here in the show. So is it? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, um, I was going to talk. I wanted to talk about it. You know, not okay. necessarily a push. Yeah. So it must have moved say, up. It was like it's a lot. It's high. That's a lot. I mean, but there's it's just really tough to see him not getting fed either. So yeah, I think that that's. Uh, it's an interesting look. I mean, this commander's defense is just so, so bad. I consider taking like a Stafford attempts under too for that kind of reason because like they're so bad, like they're just going to allow like chunk gains. Like they're not going to make Stafford throw like seven, eight yards. It's going to be like 20 yards, 25 yards, six Kieran Williams runs, and then a touchdown. Like that's, we're probably going to see that here as well. Yeah. I'll just talk here because it's not an official play. It's it's like a um, a lead into my spicy section just to, while we're on the subject. Um, part of it too, and we talked about it on the game preview show like, yeah, they love to throw the football, and this is the best spot to throw the football in the league is against the commanders and at home for sure. Do I love – I still love uh, slops thoughts around um, anything in the passing game, Cooper Cup specifically. But this is one of the most drastic teams in terms of, like, pass-run splits in the league when they're in a advantageous game script. When they are leading in the second half, only the Dolphins and Niners have a, a better or a higher run rate than the Rams. They love to put the ball in Kyron Williams' belly over and over again. Last two weeks, tough, way tougher matchups against the Browns and the Ravens. And we're worried about like 19 and a half, 20 and a half. He had like 21 and 25. Um, and those games are way tougher um, than what's going to happen here. I feel way better about the second half game script where the, you know, the Rams are playing from ahead. So I, I, you know, it's a little high. So it's not like a play for me, but like the alt rushing overs, I think are fantastic too. Like, 95 plus is plus 110, uh, 125 plus, plus 310. Like those are very much interesting to me. They're not as like spicy as we get in the spicy section. But I just wanted to highlight that I think that, you know, he's in a really great spot where it was on my notes this week. And I was thinking, man, 17 and a half. Uh, you were absolutely going to smash Kyron rushing. But yeah, 19 is a little rich. Now we're moving to 20. I still kind of like it, to be honest. It just is, it's, it's, it's hard to get there. Um, so that's my Kyron thoughts. But, uh, yeah, and that'll give you my actual play. Actual play first on the board for me here for uh, for week 15. We are going to go with Trey McBride over five and a half receptions. This is plus money. Uh, if you have Prop Builder plus 103, Caesars plus 102, DraftKings MGM plus 100. Uh, he is absolutely getting this done here. Uh, since Zach Ertz has gone down, he has been an absolute wagon. Uh, 6.8 receptions per game just under nine targets per game. It's like 30% target share, which is like top level wide receiver one type of workload here. Um, since Kyler has been involved, seven catches and nine targets in three of the four games. Again, in a spot against the Niners where they're going to be playing from behind. Uh, this is going to be, uh, feels like a really nice volume spot for McBride. And I think we're getting a discount because of the perception of the Niners defense. And when I dug in a little bit, um, and I think sometimes like DVP stuff can be a little bit noisy, but, I want to look at it like the Niners are middle of the pack in terms of like targets and receptions to tight ends. They haven't a lot of like a lot of touchdowns. So like fantasy points against they're really low, but that's not what we're doing here in the prop market. So it doesn't really matter. And then when you look at like the tight ends that they faced, they've faced a garbage slate of tight ends. Look at the last couple of games. We have Seattle 
They run like three tight end rotation. Philly without Dallas Goddard. That doesn't count. Seattle again. Um, Kate Otten uh, against Tampa Bay. Otten caught four or five targets. Same with Jacksonville. It was a wonky game. Uh, 49 plays for the Jags, but Ingram caught four balls there. Same. Uh, Irv Smith, four balls for Cincinnati in a rotation. Last time they played a meaningful, like actual tight end one, Hawk caught 11 to 12 targets. Um, so I think we're, we're actually getting a discount comparatively to how he's been playing because it's the Niners and we're getting it a plus money. So uh, slop any thoughts on McBride? Uh, some people are calling him baby Gronk here. I am a big McBride guy. I've been on him for a while. I think I took him once on the show when he lost, but I forgave him already. And I think we should give him another chance to win our money back. Like it, Connor. Any thoughts on uh, on McBride? I think it's the Niners are, are getting us a discount here. Uh, I will have an official play on the same team uh, in a different market, but uh, I don't want to leak that yet because it's not widely available. So, but yeah, okay. I like I like where your head's at. I think this is solid. Um, I think we're going to see the Niners just absolutely, I mean, whip the Cardinals defense. So it's we're going to see negative game script uh, in some aspect. I just don't know you know, the best way to play it. Um, it looks like Marquise Brown is going to be back, but I don't think that's really mattered that much. I mean, he just runs wind sprints. Like, you know, he's just out there doing cardio most of the time. So, yeah, it's not not too big. He's not like a target hog or anything. So I don't think it matters so much. Yeah. I think I know what your other play is uh, when that comes out. I, I think I I think I like it. Um, pretty sure. So that's uh, not going to make an appearance in the show, right? Because we don't have enough. No, yet. Not, okay. no, no, no. It won't make an appearance on the show. Yeah. All right, spicy section. We all got a little spicy there. Um, again, you could probably take alts if you wanted to make Brad. I'm fine. Again, five and a half at plus money. Um, that's obviously probably on the move now. But yeah, I, I just think this is probably at least minus 115, minus 120 if it's not the Niners. Uh, and again, he's you know seven and three or four with uh, with Kyler in there. So uh, Connor, spicy section. Let's go where we going. Alts, inverse stuff, round robin stuff, same game parlay. Where, where are we going, bud? Yeah, I think so. I think you can do some interesting stuff here on like DraftKings or FanDuel. So FanDuel doesn't have alts for this uh, Eagles uh, game yet, but I think that would be a fun game to like just, you know, same game parlay a bunch and just kind of like go all in on that. Um, not really too worried about any any weather or anything there. And then the other one that I am a little bit concerned about weather, but like I want to play some overs is like now this Buffalo Dallas game. Um, I did play Dak Prescott attempts over early in the week and then because there's no weather concerns and then now as we're getting closer there are becoming weather concerns like 15 mile per hour winds some rain i don't think it's it's like bordering it's not really like a big concern um but i do think that that game would be you know a lot of fun to kind of like stack so i think putting in like some dak passing overs there is interesting um putting in like you know a josh allen prop as well maybe maybe go back to rushing i mean god what, what a horrible beat last week on, on the josh allen rushing prop it was we had slop. I, I'm, you know, I don't think you were paying attention, but th we had 34 rushing yards. We had over 32 and a half. He had 34, two kneel downs, put him at 32. And Ooh, yeah, the yeah. old kneel down. I hate. Yeah, that. only because Tony was lined up an inch off sides because Patrick Mahomes couldn't complete a couple more passes because they literally, oh. if there was 40 seconds left, the game was over. Because there was like a minute left, he had two oh. kneel downs. We lost. Um, but. Yeah, no, I don't know. I think that there's a lot of different ones. I think DK Metcalf is going to be like my core, you know, uh, round robin leg. Like 105 plus at plus 500 is just like the nuts. I'm going to have, you know, maybe some some buddies go over to the kiosks and uh, try and round, round robin some stuff there. But figuring out some other legs, I'm curious if you guys have any other good ones here that we can add to the, you know, the pile here. 
Slop, where are we getting spicy? Um, I mean, I know you guys are gonna hate this, so I mean, just earmuff it if you have to. But um, Sam Howell, three twenty-five right now is plus three sixty. If you want to do three hundred, you could do it. I think it's plus one ninety-eight. I don't think that's crazy. I mean, he has done this against teams that you wouldn't think, right? So I think they get behind. I think he has to throw it. That's just how the commanders roll. And the Rams just gave up 316 last week to Lamar Jackson. The week before that, Joe Flacco, I think, was like off his couch throwing for 250 against them. So, I mean, it's not like this this defense is very good. One thing that, that Sam Howell does do is throw for 300 yards. I mean, he's done it a, a million times this season. He, he did it against the Patriots, which is, you know, that's not easy to do. He did have a stinker against the Dolphins. That I kind of hold that against them. But before that, let me see, Dallas 300, Seattle 312, New England 325, 397 against Philly, 388 against Chicago. I mean, like at what point, I mean, like really it's two to one. He throws for 300 yards when they're getting their, their asses kicked. I mean, I okay, like it's inside. I'll take it. Like, why not? I like it quite a bit. I mean, he's like you said, he's been doing it consistently all season. It's what they want to do. They they love to throw the football, regardless of the game script. They're going to come out checking the ball. Uh, Carlos are pretty good. You can add those to the uh, round robin legs. Any thoughts yeah, on uh, Brian Robinson out too? So that like I think mm-hmm. decreases the chances of them trying to grind the, the clock at all. LA just kind of the way they play defense too. I think kind of fits really well with what Sam Howell can do. You know, just like throws the ball a ton. They play a lot of zone. Uh, he'll probably just be able to like kind of. Throw it's like Logan Thomas a bunch. I mean, that's something I'm eyeing and probably got to look more into because I think that there's definitely some value on some overs there. I'm just not really sure how to approach it yet. But yeah, the Sam Howell look is good. Yeah, like plus two to one on 300 passing yards there is, is pretty nice. I think that's solid. I do want to uh, make one thing clear though. I'm not saying I think this guy's good. Like I'm, I don't know if I'm in or out on him. I think I'm out, but like I, so I'm not saying he's good. I'm just saying he just throws for 300 yards all the time. It's crazy. Yeah, this is not a football evaluation show. This is yes. a prop show, right? Yes. Yeah, we're good. This is, you know, you want to get your hands dirty, get on the tape. You know, we might do that on Wednesdays. We're not doing that on Fridays. That's not what Fridays are for. It's throwing out. Right, look, you, you got other legs, right? You got the you got the Cooper Cup leg. You know, we we uh, have done this before in this in the same vein when we were doing the I think it was the Commanders Dolphins game actually. You know, with especially with B Rob out, you could throw in Antonio Gibson receptions. He's probably more involved in the passing game. Starting to build some legs on the same game parlay there that I think uh, makes a, a ton of sense. So, all right, with with slop in mind again, like he's only gone one week. I really want to celebrate his return, you know, because we missed him last week. So we're gonna go to a guy who owes us money, and that's a slopism, one of my favorites. Um, like, this guy doesn't owe me money necessarily, but he owes my subscribers money. He owes my friend Connor money. And when you owe my friend Connor money and you owe subscribers money, you owe me money. Okay, those that's family to me. These are my people. Okay. Jaden Reed let us down last week. Connor had a great handicap. He played Jaden Reed like receiving yards over. The dude caught eight balls on 10 targets and somehow still managed to massively come under his receiving prop line. So you know what we got to do here. We have to go ahead and build a little bit of an inverse uh, correlated parlay here because, look, what happened last week? Why did it happen? They blitzed a ton. The Giants blitzed a ton. They love to get pressure. And Jaden Reed is a like a tar- target hog on the season, um, especially with Christian Watson out, especially against the Blitz. So who else blitzes a ton? The Bucks. Uh, Todd Bowles loves to bring the Blitz, 38.9%, third in the league. So I think we see a very similar approach 
and what we saw last week with the game plan defensively of how to defend the Packers. So eight catches, 27 yards last week. Five of his 10 targets were behind the line of scrimmage. 1.2 average depth of target. Um, look, we just go right back to the well. Over four and a half receptions, under 54 and a half receiving yards on FanDuel. And that's plus 673. Uh, we're asking him to do something that he did comfortably on both legs last week. And I think the reasons why he did it are very much in play again. Jane Reed owes money. We're going to go and get it on FanDuel plus 673. Connor, what do you think? I absolutely love it. I mean, I think that there's some spots here too. If you like, once we get like the alt receptions, we'll take like six receptions and under 54 yards or something like that, or maybe even seven. I mean, I, I think it's very possible. They're using him like Debo Samuel, basically. That's what they're using him. Like they refused to throw him the ball downfield. Like they threw one downfield and it was a DPI. And it was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, you can't just like let him go. So, yes, definitely still mad at Jaden Reed slash the Packers. And it's a good time to make our money back. I mean, six to one on over four and a half receptions, under 54 yards seems, I mean, the yardage is what a crazy correction from 39 to 54 in one week where he had 27 yards on eight receptions to me is, is a lot. I was ready to go back to it, to be honest. At like the, you know, high 30s or low 40s, crazy. 54 is wild. Slop, any thoughts on uh, Tigers passing game here with, Jane Reed. All right. So I'm kind of mad at Jordan Love, like a lot mad at Jordan. Like he was, he was horrific. Like I, I was talking him up that he was good or maybe good. And then he did that. I had Wicks that night. So six targets and he didn't get 40 yards for me. It was, it was rough to watch. I mean, like he, he missed him by like feet. It, it, it was very bad. But uh, Jaden Reed was one that I kind of liked from that team, but uh, he's a receptions guy. He's not a yards guy. When I, 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 to Connor's point, when I saw 54 and a half, I was just like, I'm not, I mean, I would never take that over. I mean, I'm not going to play the under, but I mean, I'd rather lose, but I mean, I'm not, I can't take that over. So it's, yeah, I, I, I think this is perfect, actually. Yeah, the only the thing I, is here. I get nervous about is what if he gets loose? Because he's a slippery one. Like, but at the same time, I, I don't know. Well, then like, we lose. Run him. Like, I think they ran him like four times. Like, he's a running back. So as long as Aaron Jones isn't, playing i mean i think that uh i think they they're gonna treat him like a running back like i, I don't know what they're doing yeah jet like connor said it's like debo jet sweeps they give him a bunch of stuff yeah who knows what's going on because you got aj Dillon with a, a broken thumb uh you got jones who's like slow to come back so hey whatever we need to do to keep him if, if he's you know going to be involved in the in the ground game and that impacts uh how often he's going out he only ran a route in like 68 percent of the snaps too which i think is was surprising last week too so Another thing that can hold them under. And again, just targets. We need him catching five of 10 behind the line of scrimmage again and, you know, print. So uh, plus 673 on uh, on FanDuel is where you can get that. You can play that on DraftKings as well. I think similar price. So um, the only thing I think on DraftKings, I think is receiving yards is like 51 and a half and FanDuel is a little off market. I think they're still at 54 and a half. So uh, I'd rather, rather take the higher number since we're going under. All right, Connor, uh, back to you. Jeff's in the chat again. Jeff, ready to give us some more kicker props. Uh, absolute, absolute heater. Jeff has been on the heater, so people want to stick around uh, and get those. We'll put some of those up here when we get to the uh, listener questions. Again, if you're hanging out with us, jump in the chat. Let us know what you want us to talk about here. When we get to that section, any looks that you like, anything like that, uh, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Uh, Connor, floor is yours. Where are we at, buddy? Yeah, this is one that has been just absolutely wild. That's why I've been a little bit, uh, you know, staring at the screen over here. But I think that Derek Carr to go under his passing prop, 215 net passing yards is 
Fantastic. I know Slop just let, let out a yawn, but hear me out, Slop. Chris Olave, DNP three straight times this practice. Rashid Jaheed, probably not going to play again. And then we're getting in this spot as well. So, so we're looking at the Giants who play a ton of man, blitz a lot. They they play extremely aggressively. Derek Carr, I mean, showed last week, just absolutely stinks. And we're getting we're getting a spot where there's going to be no pushback. Like Tommy DeVito and the Giants are not going to push back. So you have Derek Carr throwing to A.T. Perry, Lynn Bowden, Jawan Johnson. I mean, just the biggest bunch of bums ever against a defense that is going to play tough defense here. So this got down. Um, I don't know. This guy went was 216, like 20 minutes before the show. I had it typed up, ready to go. Got bet all the way down to 205 after Olave DNP again today. Now it's back up to 215 again. So uh, I don't know. Maybe call it luck that we waited or whatever. If someone played it and then played it back, uh, I'm excited for this under here um, because I just see like a ton of running. And Taysom Hill's back. Taysom Hill's going to take some snaps. He's going to be running. He's going to be throwing a little bit. So I don't know. 215 seems real high in a game that's going to be horrendous a move now it's going to move even more i think down when we get official olave out right we're still waiting on olave not not trending well so that's that's another thing yeah it's a, it's a mess there uh slob i guess the answer or the question is would you take car over no 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 i i actually had that game like crossed off it legit <laughs> that stupid game so i'm not sure it's going to happen to be honest yeah i don't like that yeah. game like yeah. there's literally nothing about that game that like I would want to do. There's one thing in there that I liked quite a bit. I, I'll I'll put it out there. Um, it hadn't opened. I saw it ten minutes before we got on the show. I was looking at it last night and this morning, and I was waiting for it. It wasn't anywhere because we only had yards. Wandale receptions is interesting to me. Um, three and a half, I think, is like plus one hundred five. Uh, heavily involved last oh, couple wait. weeks. I didn't know that. I'm a big Wandale guy. Yeah, I, forgot I think he caught seven, seven balls last week. Uh, yeah. I think five the week before. Now three and a half. Again, like the you know route rate is up, target rate is up, all those things. So that one's a little interesting to me. Um, was considering he was on the list for the show today, but uh, his yards were like 31 and a half, which I thought was still in play, but not as interesting to me as uh, receptions for receptions. For like one deal. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's a receptions guy. Actually, he was kind of a yards guy. Like they found him downfield. Yeah. Uh, in that same, did they play the Packers? Was that the prime yeah. game? Yeah, yeah, he would. They found him downfield. It kind of pissed me off because I had Hyatt, but whatever. But uh, yeah, no, Wandale is now nah, he's legit three and a half at plus money. I didn't even know that, I haven't seen that yet. What, did that come out today? Because like I've been, I've been looking. I was came out 10 minutes before when I came back up from lunch, turned on the stuff to get ready for the show, and saw it on the screen. And uh, yeah, because I had been looking for it, so I might be on Wandale, yeah, but not. I think it's a good look. Three and a half is uh. Again, working on the slot a lot. We talked about Alante Taylor, slot corner uh, for the, the Saints, the guy we, we like to attack. Everyone else likes to – offenses like to attack him, so we should be attacking him in the prop market too. He's uh, he's a, a target uh, target finder uh, for for other opposing offenses. So, yeah, Wandale would be a leg that I would look for in that game. I like it quite a bit. Uh, all right, Slop, uh, what else you got? You got anything else here for, uh, for Week 15? Um. Well, I don't think this is as good as the Wandale one, but it's getting there. I, I hate taking running backs uh, rushing yardage, but uh, I can go Pollard, Tony Pollard, 60-plus. Uh, it's plus 118 at FanDuel. I, I don't. I mean, they've been running the ball. I don't know if you've been watching the Cowboys, but they, they've been not 
totally. They don't sell out and run it or anything like that. But, I mean, he carried the ball 16 times last week. 22 the week before – I'm sorry, 20 the week before, and they that was a shootout where, you know, that went back and forth 13 the week before. But he's been 60-plus in all four games, his last four games. The last one he had 59, but I count that as 60-plus. Like, I don't think your book will, so definitely check the rules on that. But, uh, yeah, you look – I mean, he's right in the 50s range, and the Bills, they kind of stink against the run. The last real one they saw was uh, Swift from the Eagles. He took them for, like, 80 I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I think weather could play into this a little bit. But, I mean, 60-plus, not a big bar to get over. The only thing I'll warn you is you're going to get super mad when he catches a screen and takes it like 80 yards, and you get none of that. So, there's that. Nice. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, he's due. Shot from I don't ben. think he yeah, goes for 100, though. It's not a ladder situation. I, I think that uh, you would just do the 60-plus. His standard line's like 53 or 51, somewhere in there. So 60-plus feels like he'll just get over that, maybe get into the 70s. But I don't know. I think this works out for for definitely a Pollard run the ball game, 15 to 20 carries. Yeah, definitely an interesting like leg in the same game parlay if you were doing what Connor was talking about earlier where you know, if the weather's okay, um, you know they, you can get a little bit wonky with that game. Connor, any thoughts on uh, Pollard or is he a viable leg for you there? Um, I'm more of a Dak guy here, but I understand it. I think that they're going to have a ton of offensive success regardless. So I think that either way, it'll be fine. So I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of interested either way. Like however you want to attack it, I think you can put basically any Cowboys or Bills piece in, uh, in like an SGP and you can probably convince me of it. All right. Last one here for me. Um, this is annoying. I played this last week. I almost talked about it on the show. Um, but I didn't send it out, and I should have. Could have used the win last week, that's for sure. Um, luckily, my account got it. It was good. Uh, Corlin Sutton, uh, longest reception, over 21 and a half yards. Uh, this is this is pretty low in terms of, like, if you look at what Corlin Sutton's been doing as of late, he's been bruising over this. Uh, he has passed it in seven straight games. And I think, like, six of the seven, he's been over 30. Uh, now we get the Lions past the – Absolutely hemorrhaging big plays uh, since week seven. The Lions passed the 31st in EPA, 28th in explosive pass rate allowed. And we know Russ. Russ is checkdowns and moon balls. He is second in the league in rate of throws 20 or more yards down the field. Uh, Sutton's average at the target is up like four yards per game over like the last six weeks as well. He's basically just running go routes. So in a spot where, look, it's mid-December. Uh, we don't have to worry about it here. We're in a dome. No weather concerns against a, a leaky, leaky pass D. Uh, we're going to get three or four probably deep shots to Cortland Sutton. Got a last week for a touchdown again. Um, I think he brings one in here. We only need one with the longest reception. So, uh, and you know, we've, we've been on a spot, like a tw- he'll get a 21 yard reception, but like, I feel even better about this because like Sutton's not even flirting with this number. He's consistently going way over. We got a bunch of like, if you look at his game logs, like 46, 45, 35, like he's not even coming close to 21 and a half here. So, uh, absolutely love this one. Slop, any thoughts on uh, on Sutton here against Detroit? I uh, I love him. I, I want to play him every single week, all the time, always. And then I remember that Russell Wilson just quarterback. It just I, it ruins it for me every time. Because, dude, he Sutton, I'm telling you, he could be a target just monster for literally anybody else. And he gets wasted by Russell Wilson doing all the little dumb little check downs. And, but you're right though. I mean, it, 
like I like to take his yardage, but it has to come on a 45-yard bomb. You know what I mean? Like 50-yard bomb. So the way to play him would be longest reception. I mean, you wouldn't play his over in yardage. You just play his longest reception because like the only way he gets there is if he catches one of those long ones. So yeah, no, against the Lions defense too, like they they are awful. And they can kind of stop the run too, which is which makes them kind of fun. You know, it's not they're not great against them, but they're not that bad. It's yeah. it's the pass where it's just like yikes. Yeah, I think I talked about something as one of the uh, in you know uh, correlated parlays last week where it was a under reception uh, over yard situation. Uh, at, you know, DraftKings lets me get down like fifteen cents on those. Uh, so when they're that wasn't available on FanDuel at the time. Uh, so I did end up playing longest reception. So hopefully Sam, uh, I saw Sam got down on some of that too. So uh, awesome. Love to absolutely see it. So uh, Connor, any thoughts on uh, Sutton and this matchup or longest reception at all? Yeah, it's, it's a good look because these, like the Broncos basically just like dink, dink, and then like take shots. And like, that's just their whole offense. And it's like run, run, you know, short passes. And then they'll open it up and just do a few moon balls from Russ. And Sutton, that's like basically all of a sudden's good at. Like this is a, it's a perfect fit for him. He just like catches those moon balls and that's about all he can do. So um, yeah. And Ben brought it up here in the chat. Sutton could be a good alt receiver guy. I think that that's probably the way too. If you don't have longest receptions, play like a 60 plus a plus money because um, yeah, Russ has lost trust in Judy. I mean, Judy sucks. Like he just is ass. Uh, I if mean, I don't know what to catch, say about though, him, he'd be he, good. If like, he, if, like, he's a good route runner. It's just the whole catch of the ball always gets him. Yeah, he's also like a head case. It seems like too. I don't know. He's just so much potential and just not panning out at all. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I'll go backwards. Look at these are the recent games for Sutton. Longest reception: forty-six yards, forty-five, thirty-one, thirty-three, thirty. 23 against the Chiefs. It's the only one that's even in the 20s and flirting with this number. 33 against the Packers. 21 against the Chiefs again. So the Chiefs maybe had their number. Uh, but everything else is like, he's, we're in the 30s and 40s. So uh, and again, minus 110, 21 and a half. I mean, I think he's, if everyone's steaming it here a little bit, I, it's going to move to 22 and a half and I'd probably still play it. It's probably still within the range of, uh, of playable there. So uh, all right, that's good definitely stuff. the way you play him the launch reception yeah. that's 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 the way no i've been looking for ways to play him and i probably should have thought of that one but like i'd have to watch russ throw the ball and i i don't like doing that but it's a prime time game i'm trapped my hands are tied like i gotta watch it there's no other game so we have a question here uh in the chat ryan jeffrey so he said dan where can we get alt longest you can actually do that now on caesars it's kind of been hidden oh. but you can do alt really? longest receptions it's not available right now but this this is a thing. Yeah, you can be like usually 30 plus all, all uh, longest. So mm. I, mean, that's that's I had no idea. Like, where do they put it? <clears throat> you got to go to receiving and then scroll way down. Like it's at the bottom, like the very bottom. Okay. So it's after there's like I alt do. receiving yards, alt receptions, and then it's below that. It's like alt longest reception. Nice. Now that's now that's the information people can use. This is what this show's for, you know. It's uh it's uh life advice, Caesar's advice. Um, they did nuke the rewards on Caesars, which kind of sucks. Um, they like, yeah, it used to be like really good, like kind of like a casino. Like you'd get like every dollar you played, you'd get a good amount. Now they nuked it to like, I don't know, 1% or something like that. You'd get a reward point. It's kind of shitty, but hey, we're still grinding, you know, got to get that uh, seven stars pretty soon, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, Jeff in the chat, do we have uh, alt longest, uh, you know, field goal attempts? What can we, uh, we have anything like that, Jeff? We need to, we need to get into that. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. All right. Jeff loves uh, kicking. 
Yeah, dude loves kickers, man. Hey, but he's been like, he's been hitting. You know, no, like, he hits, dude. He he hits hard. Yeah, like crack in the eighties. You know, slop. I do got to <laughs> ask too. Um, is Corlin Sutton? You know, on your recent Bible study and adventure, was he in the Bible with Russ? Because it yeah. seems like he has been. Him like, and uh, Marvin Mims definitely was not in there. Like <laughs> they not in there at all. Like he wasn't even listed. Um, Corlin Sutton probably is, so it definitely like they they got to be friends somehow because Russ doesn't seem to like anyone on that team, but Sutton, mm. he's the guy. Yeah. No, I don't want to exclude any of our you know Jewish friends. Happy Hanukkah! It's over. Hope it was a great celebration. Uh, we're almost you know approaching Christmas. Did you have any takeaways from the research? Even though we didn't find Marvin Mims or Corlin Sutton, um, was there I actually like... already forgot. I'd have to read it again. <laughs> uh, there are a lot of books in there. A lot, lot, lot going a on. A lot of there. books. A yeah. lot of books. I think sixty-six of them at last count. So, a lot to get to. But uh, yeah, Cortland. People Sutton's don't know done. that's why you weren't here last week because you yeah, you weren't done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big Bible study guy. Yeah. Well, we appreciate it. You know. <laughs> yeah, Judy wasn't in. There. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> not listed. No, not. <laughs> no. Definitely letting this guy down. Uh, yes, which I think he yeah. does not like Mims. No. All right, uh, not the Bible, uh, but Russell. That just so everyone's clear. Like, yeah, God's cool with Mims. Russell, not so much. <laughs> uh, a tackle play for you guys. This is uh, not out yet. I had a, another one, but it popped just before we went live. So I'm going to uh, probably play that and then make that official. I'm not prepared to do that yet for uh, subscribers first. So I'm going to hold off on that. So again, uh, jump in the show notes here, 444.com slash plans, get the betting sub, get in the Discord get all the plays, a look that I'm going to be um, honing in on. And I hope he gets posted. He has been getting posted, um, but some of his teammates are up right now um, and he's not. So, but that sometimes changes when we get injury reports. Um, I know this uh, gentleman did not practice, I think, on Wednesday, but we should be fine. Um, but uh, Derek Brown, not Derek Brown that hung out with us last week for slot, but Derek Brown, interior defensive lineman for the Panthers. Uh, probably not a big number, maybe four and a half is what I'm expecting here. This is the best spot in football for assists, uh, games in Carolina, 54.4% of the tackle opportunities in Carolina have been assisted. Uh, that is nearly 5% better than the next best spot in the league and about 10%, uh, 10 and a half percent better than the league average. So we get a lot of assist opportunities that matters a lot. I think, especially for a interior defensive lineman, you know, he's in and around the ball, you know, a lot of that, you get all those guys all at one time. You, like you want the benefit of getting the assist. You don't want the, the scorekeeper to like nail the solo tackle there. Um, though I think it is worth noting eight solo tackles for Brown in week one when they played the Falcons. And we know what the Falcons want to do here. We want to run the football over and over again. I know Connor played an all an under on uh, Desmond Ritter here. Like we're in on the Falcons running the football and probably running it well here uh, against Carolina. So uh, he also had 10 Tackles and assists, five of each, five tackles, five assists against the Saints last week. So we're coming off of a nice game. Only the Browns average more tackle opportunities per against and interior defensive lineman tackles per game than the Falcons do. So there was a lot of like little ancillary pieces popping here uh, for Derek Brown, who, again, like I don't spend a lot of time. I've not pushed out a lot of defensive uh, lineman plays this season. There's only a couple guys. I think uh, DeForest Buckner, uh, Brown, and like Quinn and Williams, like the only guys that have over like 60 tackles on the season anyway. So not a lot of big tackle guys uh, that play interior defensive line anyway. But Brown is one of them. 
We're going to go to the well this week if he if he pops. Hopefully that's a uh, Saturday night, Sunday morning play uh, when the books kind of know for sure who's in. So Derek Brown, especially if we're at four and a half, uh, I would absolutely love that. Maybe five and a half and plus money I'd be able to uh, take advantage of too. Because again, I, I love all the, all the boxes are checked with the tackle opportunities, assists and all that stuff. So uh, I'm not going to kick it to you guys because you have no idea and no valuable input here. <laughs> and I just throw it to you and you have nothing I to say. Well, move it forward. No, I, I do have something to add this time. This oh, is I, I came prepared just in case. Oh, okay. Well, not that prepared. No, 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 no. So this game now also something that I did not include in my original handicap, heavy rain and 15 plus mile per hour wins amongst two of the teams that are going to be the most run heavy in the league already. So like, I mean, I don't think either quarterback is reaching 30 pass attempts. Like I think both of them are going to be like 20 to 25 here. We already played Jesse Bates uh, on the Atlanta side. He's going to be hanging on the box in a lot of tackles. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're, I like Connor. Look at you, bud. Uh, at least, hey, you help him with the transition. You know, it doesn't have to be tackle related. It can just be game related. <laughs> I appreciate it very much. Um, I don't have a lot of sacks on the board this week. That's not a great sack week. Um, and it's been slow to kind of populate. So uh, if we have any of those plays, we'll push those out to uh, to folks in the chat on uh, on Sunday morning. So, uh, again, if you're hanging out with us, we appreciate it there. Jump in the chat. Let us know what you like here. And the uh, Connor floor is yours. You want to start buzzing through some of uh, the questions here. Yeah, uh, we got some great questions this week. So I'm going to go through a bunch of them here. And if I forget any of them, please just like bump them uh, in the chat here. So Shane Bullen, love Hawkinson over 52 and a half. Bengals last four games against genuine tight ends, giving up 82, 71, 81, and 149. Hawkinson's last four games with dreadful quarterback play 53 50 55 134 i think the obvious wrench here is that nick mullins is playing and that um justin jefferson is playing as well slop any thoughts on hawkinson i've looked at this i've looked at it a lot i just don't know if there's enough value in my mind but i'm interested to hear your take yeah um do we think it's mullins that bad like is he no worse, like that much worse than Dobbs? i guess it's the question you gotta ask yourself and then you gotta ask is Browning going to be able to move the ball against the Vikings, which I think they will. So, yeah, I mean, if you get a trailing game script with a loose cannon like Mullen, I mean, if, if he likes them, I, a lot of these, uh, like the Mullen types, they're first read guys. So if first read's going to Hawks, they'll just force feed him. So like that, he could get, I mean, I, I don't, I don't hate that. Not at all. I mean, at 52 and a half, that's a good number for Hawkinson. And he's right. He's had dreadful, dreadful quarterback play. Yeah. No, uh, it's, I have a couple uh, it's a good point. Yeah, I have a couple of thoughts here. Hawk, what did do we, we have a reception line at all? Receptions would be interesting to me. Five and a half, juiced under, plus money on the over. I would love a four and a half. I think that would be really good. Yeah. So, you know, we only have a two-game sample – um, like I don't know. I feel like Zach Taylor maybe deserves a little bit of credit because what we've seen so far in the in the two Browning starts is they've ten like their game script has been very opponent specific. So teams throw at one of the highest rates in the league against Jacksonville. Browning came out and chucked the ball around. Um, teams run at the second highest rate in the league against the Colts. They only threw twenty seven times. They ran the ball a ton last week against the Colts. So it feels like a good spot for them to be reactionary. And I think you're in a spot where like you get that zone blitz heavy scheme from Minnesota. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like some of that stuff could make some, some sense. They're going to get the ball up pretty quick. Um, now on the, 
you know, on the same side too, with like Hawkinson, the one change that's impactful there, like you mentioned too, like, you know, who they're giving up, you have a different quarterback, Jefferson back. The other thing that happened there, that's more where I spent my time. They, the Bengals made a massive change at safety. Nick Scott was one of the worst, actually, I think the worst graded safety in the league. They pulled him two games ago and they're running with Jordan battle, uh, who was an absolute dog um, in at safety who I think is a little bit more impactful in their ability to defend tight ends. Now, I don't want to overrate that. We don't have any like, two-game sample, but I think they're going to be better at doing that than they've been earlier this season. So, yeah, I, I touched on the first part because I'm like, I thought about, like, mixing carries. Uh, you know, Chase Brown was a little spicy last week, getting eight, nine touches the last couple weeks. Like, can we look at some Chase Brown stuff? Like, there's different ways to go about this game. Hawkinson would be more appealing to me, I think, on a reception line. But, uh, yeah, that's... I want to get some action in this game because we have like three island games tomorrow and I don't I don't have anything yet. I have nothing. Well, you got the the Denver Sutton longest one. Yeah, but I've been looking at those games like crazy and I've I have nothing, which is like yeah, sucks. I was looking at Jamar Chase receptions. I mean what is that at? It was at five and a half, uh, but it was too juiced. So no, it's minus I mean, one twenty five, I'm seeing now. That ain't bad. I mean, I I think they get the ball quick just because they get blitzed. Uh, so I think it goes to him if that happens. He had a down week last week, but I think the Bengals they they rolled the Colts, didn't they? So I mean, part of the part of the run, you know, kind of I, I think was helped out by the fact that they were in a you know they were they were leading. So I mean, I'm not saying they're not going to be leading this game, but I mean, didn't they get like when was that uh, running back's long touchdown? Was that early? The the Chase game? Brown one? Yeah, yeah, Chase Brown. It was like a dump off early. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, yeah. Maybe, so I mean, like, like that, that kind of takes away. You know what I mean? Like, dude, that kind of ruins everybody else, especially if they're going to lead the whole time. So now they can sit on the ball. But I mean, I don't know if, uh, if the Vikings could just put up a fight, like, you could get a little baby shootout going. The weather's not going to be that bad. So, yeah. yeah this, We'll I mean, see. if we're sticking at five and a half, it's bouncing around on DraftKings. Some of the listeners might be hitting it. It's like now minus 135, but only minus 128 on FanDuel, minus 135 on Caesars. Now back down to minus 125. So I don't know. It looks like there's a lot of fight going on here. Uh, I, I you know, between he's, everyone. Like, that's a, he's the he's the obvious one that that could catch nine, yeah. ten balls. You know what I mean? Like just just and they're not even like real catches like they're wandale catches you know what I mean? like mm-hmm. uh jake reed catches like they get, like, give me a few of those you know yeah like i like the look for chase i don't think that's bad juice to lay with a guy like that so it could be an alt reception line too even six and a half plus money um yeah that's that's viable all right good question yeah great question shane uh timothy holder car at 216 i'm seeing it now 212 to 14 elsewhere so i don't know anything above like 209 is fine in my mind um Giants blitz too much. That's why the Ravens fired Wink Martindale. Blitzing on goal and last week almost cost them the game. Yeah, it's certainly aggressive. It's certainly interesting. And I don't think that Derek Carr is prepared to handle it. So we'll see. Um, this is an interesting one. I want to get your guys' take on this. So Jamal Williams, under 25 and a half rushing yards on FanDuel. We played the over last week. But Taysom Hill has now announced in his last healthy game. I think he had 13 carries, something like that, 12 carries. It was insane. Jamal Williams only had like two in that game. Now we have both of them back. My worry is that they're just going to run the piss out of the ball. And Jamal actually looked pretty good last week. So like, I worry that maybe he gets like six, seven carries this week. He kind of puts him in that range because he did look good. Um, like previously he looked horrible. And so like, you know, that was kind of what I worried about. So I don't know, I guess I would definitely lean under um, just because I'm an under guy. Noonan, any, any thoughts on Jamal there? 
Yeah, we talked about it on the show last week when we thought there might be a chance to taste him when he was active. I thought Williams was a viable, like, over carries, under yards guy, but the number was so low, it was really hard to do. And he cruised over that. I think he got over, like, the second quarter. So that was a, a great play by you. Uh, yeah, he just doesn't look good, man. Looks like he, I don't know, he, he got a whole touchdowns last year. I don't think he's been a lot of time in the gym. Uh, he looks like he's, remember we just, like, David Johnson just fell off a cliff. And there was like that one carry where everyone was just like, whoa, what just happened? I think something happened to Jamal Williams of late where he just does not look like an NFL running back really anymore. So he needs volume to get there. So if Taysom's eating that, I, I think under is definitely the play. I, I wouldn't play the over, uh, as Slop would say. You lost me at under. Slop, you agree? Yeah, that, that, that's just not a market I live in at all. And then taking unders in that market, <laughs> like, no way. Oh, I love it. Yeah, Slob, I cashed uh, Alex Erickson over 12 and a half receiving yards last night. <laughs> last night? Let's with go. The yep. Yeah. When we caught that, I was thinking some moron just got paid. Yep. I'm glad oh, yeah. I know that moron. What's nice? It was no, great. Awesome. I was like, I had turned the game off, honestly, because I was mm-hmm. so mad. So I put it on my phone and then turned on 8 Mile on my TV because it was on, it's on Netflix now. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe this will get him going. You know, maybe get the juices flowing <laughs> okay. for Erickson. Yeah. <laughs> and literally five minutes later, catches a 13-yard touchdown, bangs the over. So, uh, I mean, you love to see it, right? You love to see it. I can uh, picture Connor in his living room just tossing the hoodie up, just, you know, feeling yeah. it a little bit. Mom, little mom spaghetti, just trying to find well, himself that was, a um, That was actually, like, I was looking at that all day. That's why I was thinking about it when he caught that ball. It's like, what's that? What was it, 12 and a half or 10 and a half, something like that? Uh, yeah, it was 12. Well, open at 10 and a half, and I was like writing it up. I'm like, oh, it's 12 and a half, it's still great. He's gonna be out there all the time, they're gonna be throwing a bunch, yeah. you know, Easton Stick, man. Five targets last year. I'm like, oh, this is money. Literally out there, like 30% of the snaps, blocking most of the snaps. Like, he's yeah, basically yeah. just like a glorified tight end on the outside. I'm like, oh, this is dead. Like, we have no right. shot. And I had, hey, luck, lucked into one. We deserved it after last week. I mean, my fucking god, Some I had shit. Josh Palmer. Uh, four plus receptions that I decided to do instead of 40 plus receiving yards. So at halftime, he had zero catches. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is great. And then, and then he rips off the 79 yards. Like, oh, that was smart, John. Like, wait, like, you idiot. You know, he got the four, but it, that was the, that was the weirdest way to get there because just it had to be the perfect situation where the coaches just didn't really care. Like Staley wanted his guys just to play it out. And Pierce was like, whatever, like, we're just going to keep scoring. So, like, thank God we had that dynamic or none of us would have cashed. Oh, yeah. No, it was, it was good. Yeah, Pierce was, like, gas pedal down, you know, the whole time. So, mm-hmm. I like that. Certainly, yeah, it was certainly a unique game. I don't know. What do you – yeah, Nuna, what do you think about, like, thoughts on, like, blowing out uh, opposing teams? Because I mean, don't really mind it. I mean, like – but there's a bit of been a big debate today on Twitter. I don't know if you've seen that. It's like people are like, oh, it's not there's classless, like you should have put the foot off, like taking his foot off the pedal. I don't give a shit. I say just like run it up, you know. They're, I mean, they're already out of the like the playoffs. Like, what are they gonna do? This is professional football. These yeah, are just, these are yes. I mean, what are we talking about? This is this happened a big time with the Pats back in 07, right? When they went absolute curb stomp the league and everyone got mad. They did it to, to Joe Gibbs. Gibbs brought, you know, the uh, Redskins to New England and like they ran up on Joe Gibbs like 70 to six or something, something crazy. And it was like, it's Joe Gibbs, a hall of fame coach. Like you can't do that to him. It's like, stop them. Like s- stop them. You are a pro team. This is not amateur youth sports. 
Like I'm fine with it in college too. Like whatever. Like it's it's fine. I know they're kids. But this is not like ten year old youth sports where like keep the clock running. Like <laughs> these guys got to put on good. They got to put good tape out there. Like some of these guys aren't gonna be on the Raiders next year. Uh, and same thing you should go for the Chargers. Like I don't care that your season's over and you know your coach probably isn't on the same plane ride home. Like you got to get a job next year. You got to manage playing time next year. You got to keep your job. So go out and like compete. So. Yeah, this is this is this is pro football. Stop them. No, I I particularly love the um, forty two to nothing, and they get down like near the goal line, and they run the wide receiver pass play. <laughs> just like so that good. is the perfect play call when you're literally curb stopping somebody. Like just have your receiver throwing in. It, it was great to see uh, Jacoby Myers throw the ball too. It's the last time we saw him throw the ball. That uh, not great, not a great decision. You don't you don't see a lot of guys chuck it thirty yards. Same building, yeah. To uh, a quarterback that can't move like that. That was that was rough. So like it, it's good for him. Hundred percent. And the next Three play, straight. they ran the Brandon Bolden, uh, you know, play, which is awesome. When they you know brought him into the backfield and ran the fake reverse or jet motion, and that he just kept it. It was great. Yeah. Play well, yeah, they were just rolling out trick plays. They were just having fun yeah. and. Yeah. Yeah. When you're up 42 to nothing, it's just that is so fun. It's like, man, there is what else are you going to practice him? Get in your your bag. Yeah, get in there. It's like what I do in Madden. Like, you know, you're like just beating the shit out of your little cousin Madden. You're just like, you know, screwing around, like, you know, running reverses, throwing the ball Mm -hmm. around because you know you'll still win in the end. So it's, uh, yeah, absolutely. Put your cornerbacks in at running back and just run one in with him, you know, like the 90s. Oh man, so good. Um, all right, let's hear Jeff Stenberg. The the only way I'd ever use my money to see Derek Carr is he was amputating his own arm on pay per view, so we'd never have to see him throw another pass. Jesus, Jeff, Jeff. don't blame you. Man, Pretty dark, but man, it's a don't blame family, you. Jeff. Jesus, yes, this is a you family too show hard, too. It's the holiday season, Jeff. Good lord. Definitely not a family show. Uh, Shane Bolin back with another great question here. Brees Hall under 43 and a half. Last four games, Dolphins have given up 34, 53, 25, 39. Rushing yards to running backs with significant usage. Brees Hall's last four games, 40, 16, 25, 23. Yeah, Brees Hall is banged up. He looks like shit. Their offensive line is horrible. They don't move the ball well. Um, But there are going to be 25 to 30 mile per hour winds. There is going to be pouring rain. Uh... I can't get there. If this was going to be totally clean, I would have already played the under. As you guys know, this is a great look, but I just can't do it because he could easily see 15, 17 carries because they just can't do anything else other than short throws and running the ball because they're screwed. Is that you guys on the same page? It seems like a thousand percent. That's it. Yeah, That's the cap. Volume could get him there. It's a good look though. Yeah. On paper, like Connor said, like I I totally believe Connor would have played this already. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah, uh, 12 and a half carries if you believe that he will get a lot of work, but I don't really want to go there either. So no. I don't know. Maybe Dalvin Cook carries if that pops at like three and a half or something, you know, something like crazy low. Um, let's see here. Would you play Sutton over 54 and a half instead of longest Noonan? Would you prefer an alt instead? I prefer an alt. Let's yeah, go up the ladder a little bit, get rewarded for the big plays. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, the longest are on a lot of books. The lo- like a lot of books have the longest. So uh, check yeah, them out. Yeah, you can find the longest hanging around somewhere. So yeah. I Max, think Max, you're in the chat. Max is in the chat. Yeah. Let us let us know. I think he uses Builder. Like pro- like he only uses Offshores, no, and they don't right. for some reason they don't have longest for some like some stuff. So uh, or they're late with a lot of things. Um, yeah. So sit out, Max. Sorry, bud. Yeah, uh, Brian, super late joining in. But what are your thoughts on Ty Chandler? Are we hammering his rushing receiving yards 73 and a half? Slop, any interest here? Alexander Madison is out. 
No. Um, he got like I think twenty, maybe out touch. I think he out touched Kene and Wangu fifteen to two after Madison left. So he's gonna see all the work. The matchup's good, but I always get worried with this kind of stuff because like Ty Chandler could just be absolute dog shit. So like I don't really want to bet like a high number over on this guy. No, remember Mike he's got, Boone? He's got some juice. A couple yeah. years ago, remember like he, like I think Cook was out, then Madison was out. And it's like oh Boone, and yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he does yeah, like he does like, like, like right? saying that that's the kind of stuff that happens with these running backs where you're like, oh, he has to get the work. We're all set. And then you realize, like, oh, well, maybe he's not that good. Maybe he is a change of pace guy. I'm not saying he is or isn't. I'm just saying that I don't know if he is or not. So I that's a 73 and a half. That's a big number for uh, but it is rushing and receiving. So there is yeah. that. I mean, you got a Mullins guy like he could be a check down guy. We don't know about that. So I mean, maybe, but I don't know. Play a hundred oh, plus and plus money. How about that? Plus Here's what I do probably shock no one too. Uh, we've actually attacked the Bengals in this prop in particular. Longest rush. Uh, Bengals Ooh. have been giving it up. Chandler's got some juice. You just need him to have the one carry that hits a little bit. He could suck for the rest of the game and you, uh, you've already got the money in your account. So that's uh, been a team we've targeted. What's the in the number? Rush. Uh, let's see. Is it even up? Connor, do you have it? It's got to be up. Let's see here. Ty Chandler, longest rush, 13 and a half. That's kind of nice. That's, that's kind of nice. Yeah, that's the I way to go about 13 that. 13 and a half, so for whatever that's worth. Yeah. At my book, that would be 15 and a half. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll book ben, it for you at 17 wait, and a half. Right? <laughs> for you at 17. That's good. Um, Miss the life advice. What was it? Uh, we talked about how to properly fill up your Slurpee. That was yep. very important. Um, where to find Marvin Mims, uh, you know, whether his breakout is happening, that happens in the Bible, slop with the Bible yep. study. So yeah, any other life advice you guys need us to talk about? We are very much open, uh, you know, so well, for the most part, we'll see. I think it's yellow snow uh, season, isn't it? Like, don't eat that. <laughs> so I think that's, that's a good, good, good advice. It's old, but like still, I mean, you, it, it never gets old, really. If you think about no. it, no, you know? new generation, they don't know. Yeah, no exactly. one's ever told they don't them. Go outside, so you know they might eat. If the it's not other, on so. TikTok, then they'll never know. That's Worst true. thing you can do is assume that someone knows it. Yeah, just I got on TikTok. I'm telling you, I think I got it all figured out. The whole TikTok, all that. Yeah, you blowing up on TikTok? Not easy. No, not at all. I, I think I'm way too old to be on TikTok, but I'm staying. Man. Just Put like uh, start dancing and like pointing to the pics, you know, that way you can like, yeah, that's, that would I, be... that's, I might try that next. <laughs> My kids would kill me. I'm like, what are you oh, doing? Connor's got some of those, but Connor's young still. So, you know, a couple of those so like, good. Psh, psh. <laughs> <laughs> know, like the text pops up. Yeah. The, there's you nothing know. better than the people dancing and doing it though, too. Uh, there's that one guy from like Book It with Trent thing uh it's like whatever mikey overs or whatever that shit just cracks me up because it's like this like 22 year old kid just like dancing and like pointing to his picks and uh he just calls them locks and i think that's just hilarious i, mean, I think it's like those a guys are pick, hilarious so like funny. i'm a big so funny fan. like i think they are just funny like it's it's funny like it just is yeah, yeah it's like good entertainment people get really mad about it but i think it's like because they're not like masquerading as sharps which no. is like i think a big difference it's yep. like the people who make me mad are like people who are like Oh, this is a super sharp play, and then their reasons are just like absolute horseshit. You know, like they're just like giving you like some like things. I'm like, that's like, what are we looking at stats from 2011 for? Like, there's nothing. Well, they don't to do give with you it. any price. 
Yeah, oh, yeah, that'll be a price. So you're just gonna take his own, like uh, over fifty four, uh, like at what, like yeah. for how much, like because that's like literally most of it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Or they like, cite right, like so you some don't random gamble, okay, book. So why am I like, taking advice from anybody that doesn't gamble? Like at least gamble. Like show me yeah. a ticket. Yeah, show some tickets. As, as the great GRP win says, you know, not many ca cappers can show thousand dollar tickets. You know. Maybe we don't yeah. need to show thousand dollar tickets, but show me a ten dollar ticket. Like if that's what you're working with, I don't care. Just show me that you like bet. Like, cause for me, it's like an entertainment thing. You know what I mean? Like, like you want to be entertained, so you bet what you're comfortable with and go. So if we're together on this, like that's fun. But if we're if you're not gambling at all, then like why are you telling me picks? It's weird. It's just weird. That's all. Uh yeah. All right. Well, we ran late, and I were we talked all this time. I'll, I'll mow through the last few ones here. Um. Zeke under 16 and a half yards, definitely lean that way. 18 and a half carries is outrageously high, only on FanDuel and uh, uh, Builder, but I like the under there, considering game script too. Rashad White over three and a half receptions. I don't know, I, maybe. Yeah, I like right. Rashad that's White, 15, like, but man, that's four catches for a running back. Yeah, that's it makes sense on paper. Totally yards would be an interesting way for him too, just because you kind of cover your butt no matter how he gets there, you know. Um, I think his workload is whether we think he's good or not doesn't matter. His workload is is pretty elite Wild. at this point. So yeah, yeah. Uh, no, totally agree. Bobby Big Wheels, fashionably late, but good to see the band back together. The winner of the slop lookalike contest winner last week was a nice fill-in. Uh, slop, he was labeled as the Dollar General slop last week. Uh, that's what he got some serious <laughs> some serious strays thrown his way. Hey, um, I'm sorry. To whoever that was, my bad. It was Jeff said that. Uh, they were about just Derek. messing around. They like, yeah, you. of course. No, yeah, Derek, Derek will be fine. Um, and then I think that's about it. Let's see here. Sam C hit the thumbs up button before you guys leave. Only 10% thumbs up so far. Got to do better. Sam, our guy. What a, what a nice guy, man. Oh, and then Bobby Big Wheels, whose jersey is that behind you? Thomas, yeah. We got uh, Demarius Thomas, one of my favorite players, uh, you know, as, as a kid. And, you know, rest in peace, you know. Awesome guy and uh, just fantastic player. He was he was electric. The time he took that ball against the Steelers in the playoffs, oh, I'll remember that forever. On the map. Never even heard of Tebow before that day. <laughs> yeah, and then there was all those questions about like, oh, but he can't run routes, and then he just comes out with Peyton Manning and just balls the fuck out for like six years and just sick. that was awesome. So it was awesome. Good stuff. Uh, yeah, appreciate it. Hit the like button uh, on the way out. So we appreciate you guys doing that. Uh, again, like I said, uh, appreciate the love. Appreciate all the questions. Uh, don't forget to subscribe as well so you get alerts so you don't miss a show. Come back on Wednesdays for the game preview and come back on Fridays again for next week. We'll be running through the Super Bowl. Uh, we will be here to talk props. Uh, Slop, you want to tell people about Odds Jam? Odds Jam, the greatest pricing tools in the history of pricing tools. I'm telling you, go, go to the site, check it out. I'm telling you, I do streams. Uh, literally every day of the week. Uh, I'm about to go on right after this uh, and show you some of these tools. Come check them out. Promo code SLOP. Get free two weeks. Do it. Do it. Check that out. Find them on Twitter at SLOP Rules. Jump in that uh, that uh, show and you can get that access and see what he's talking about there. So uh, good stuff from the gentleman as always. We appreciate hanging out. Uh, come back. We'll do it all again next week. So for Connor and SLOP, I'm Ryan. We'll see you all next time. Thanks, everybody.